here it is the day before the big awaken 2020 event in uh, Tempe, Arizona. I have to admit, I have mixed feelings. First, I signed up for this event more than a good month ago, I'd say, and there's a lineup of speakers, Brian Welch, Cindy Jacobs, who I'm somewhat familiar with, their ministries or testimony. But I did have hesitations regarding a few speakers on the list that I feel have a false spirit. But I still want to go and prayed up and asked God for discernment. But wow, now it's turned into like this big, huge frenzy because apparently Kanye West signed up to be one of the speakers about a week prior. I don't know if he's going to bring his gospel choir or what to expect exactly. I do think that there'll be lines with people probably camping out, maybe even tonight. We started receiving emails that the event was sold out almost immediately. Now the tickets were free, but... They've been advertising this event for well over a month. and Many of us got their tickets then, like I did. Since Kanye West signed up, though, whatever seat capacity they have left were gone. It will be really interesting to see the crowds tomorrow. I have a friend working security on the inside, but they just don't allow them to save seats. <laughs> a few younger people are going about 5 a.m. driving over from California. I just imagine it's just going to be a crazy, crazy time tomorrow. So what do you think I should expect? I've never really been a big follower of any particular stars. I'm aware of like the Kardashians. I watched a few shows many, many years ago, but just never really was a fan as I felt like I was losing brain cells by each episode. But who doesn't know about Bruce Jenner, right? Now, Caitlyn Jenner. I mean, the Christian media blew up about that. I really only know about Kanye from his last big controversy about the Bible he published. It's called The Book of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, something. I never bought a copy. It was pu published, I think, back in 2015. Apparently, he replaced the word God with the word Kanye, but just for the book of Genesis. So, of course, the Christian media outlets went crazy, and it's very blasphemous, of course. So now he claims to be a converted, a converted Christian, for real, this time. And I know his book is still up for sale. He's not requested that that blasphemous book be recalled off the shelves or anything, that's for sure. I've listened to all negative publicity when it comes to having any Christian values from his family. So I expect this to be quite the experience. I wouldn't expect to find any speakers there really detectable or alarming on the surface either. It really takes a spirit of discernment. It's impossible to know someone's true heart, of course, it really is. But I am reminded of a parable from Jesus about the wheat versus the tares. The issue is they look alike up to a certain point, right? Basically, the tare is like a flower, really, or a weed, but the wheat produces more of wheat of its kind. It's seed bearing, whereas the flower is here today and gone tomorrow. The enemy hides them among the wheat because they look so similar. By infiltrating God's people, he is able to divide, cause problems, and confusion. Satan's first attempt to deceive Eve was through the snake asking her to question, did God really say? So it reminded me of a parable that Jesus talked about in the Bible. I'll just go ahead and read it here. It's in the book of Matthew, chapter 13, the parable of the weeds. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. 
The owner's servant came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in the field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters. First collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring into bring it into my barn. Then later, the parable of the weeds is explained. He left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, The one who sowed good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them into the blazing furnace, while there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Whoever has ears, let them hear. So tomorrow, when I go into the Awaken 2020, I hope to have ears to hear. I'll update you guys next week on what I see, what I learn, and what I hear. I'll be happy to share it with you guys. Check out my podcast and subscribe. Until Until next time, time, follow follow the the breadcrumbs. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to our blog, and visit our website, breadcrumbministries.com. Listen to our podcast, donate to our ministry, or shop 